world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard, fear no evil. Get yours today, only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain, in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from Atlanta, Georgia, Blade Show 2019, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Yes, and we're here at the Cobb Galleria for Blade Show 2019. 1,000 knife vendors on hand. That's right, 1,000. It is an unbelievable show. This is like our fifth or sixth year we're here, at least our third or fourth year where we're broadcasting from the Blade Show. And I brought one of my assistants and uh, brothers in arms, Sivan Rosado is in the house. Say hello, Sivan. Yo, what's going on, people? Nice. We heard you're pretty good there. He's a knife addict like me, but more so because he knows how to use them. I only know how to use Band-Aids afterwards. <laughs> Band-Aids are good. Band-Aid stitches. Uh, we flew here from Newark to Atlanta, and our flight down was in an Embraer 175. Has anyone here ever tried to pee in the limbo position? Because you, you, you did complain about I that. I walked into the restroom, and the, and, and the roof is angled down. So, of course, my head hit. So what are you, like 6'4"? 6'2". So to get my pee-pee over the bowl, I had to move my midsection over the bowl, which put my head about trailing about 12 inches from my midsection. And I looked to my right in the mirror, and I'm like, what the F is this? We can send a man to the moon. We can split atoms. We make all kinds of accelerator devices and shit like this, whatever they call them, smashing atoms at a billion miles per second. But we can't make a bathroom that a six-foot-two man can stand upright in. And pee. And pee. That's I had to pee in the limbo position. <laughs> you could have sat down like a girl. I'm not sitting on that bowl. <laughs> oh, no, that's... I'm not sitting on that that's bowl. That's just not... I would I would have held it. Yeah. Now I'm I'm normally used to flying in bigger planes. We could have catheterized you, you know. Oh my God, that's good. No, I could hold it. Believe me. <laughs> so we walked the show. This is was the first day of the show, and we walked the show, and we saw a lot of our people. Of course, we saw knife rights, and don't forget, knife rights is the second line of defense in the in the Second Amendment, and they just won that big court battle in New York City after nine years, where you can carry auto assist type knives or gravity knives. And is that somebody wearing like a, uh, no, okay, it looked like a prison uniform, okay. Uh, I'll tell you what, they have their knives on display, and they have this um, donation, it's called the ultimatesteel.org, and right now they have $160,000 in prizes they're going to be giving away. There's a lot of knives there. Oh my God, and it's $20 a raffle ticket. Yeah, that's great. And we saw Winkler Knives there, and he has his um, military program, where if you buy two axes... Battle axes. He donates it. One goes to somebody overseas, and you get to keep one. I mean, these are just great, great causes. Mm -hmm. And, of course, my friend Brian Nadu 
from Sharp by Design. Ah, an he Archibald. Has a booth, an, Arch, an Archibald, Archibald meat, meat Pants, pants yes. a.k.a. Bill Barrett Custom Knives, both of them from Stanhope, New Jersey, 20 miles from the Gun for Hire Woodland Park yep. range. They come in to shoot all the time. Both phenomenal, phenomenal craftsmen. He gave me a neck knife, which I'll post a picture, and the neck knife says Anthony Calandro, the tip of the spear on it. It's, it's great. A, it's, it's a, a one really of good. one of one neck yeah, it's knife a one off. Yeah. that I got, and none of you bitches are going to get. All right, so <laughs> this is this is what the, the Second Amendment and the knife community is like, though, right? And Mr. I mean, Meatpants gave me a, a beautifully forged karamit, uh, uh, a uh, persuader. Yeah, yes, persuader. a persuader. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, Bill Barrett uh, Custom Knives. These guys are great. Yeah. And so he gave me that uh, that beautiful neck knife, and we're going to go around uh, and we're going to buy some more stuff tomorrow on Sunday. And we're just having a great time here, and uh, we got to laugh a lot, right, Cy? We, we probably a lot more than I needed to. <laughs> we're trying to put some weight on Cy, too. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. We're well, eating like every, what, 15 minutes here? Well, the laughter is helping me burn a lot of calories. So yeah. that's <laughs> you know what? We got we got to have some fun. We've been... Uh, like Walter Haas has said, for the past six months, it's all been legislative oh, stuff. Been, but you know, yeah. it's important. It is. And uh, let's real quick legislative: the Gould case, the concealed carry case in Massachusetts, headed by David Jensen and the NRA, went to the U.S. Supreme Court uh, for conference Thursday, and we'll know Monday if they grant cert, or they deny it, or they put it on hold with our Rogers case. Yeah. So there's a, there's a lot going on there. So keep up the faith. Keep supporting the NRA, the ANGRPC, and obviously our buddies over at Knife Rights. I mean, Doug and Sue Ritter, do, don't they do a great job? Oh, an amazing job. I mean, tireless. what did he say today? 32 victories since he yeah. started Knife Rights. Right. They changed knife law 32 times, yeah. and their biggest achievement was the nine-year case with New York State right. against Cyrus Vance and Big Bird de Blasio Not a and Harpo case. Cuomo. And finally, 7 million people are not at risk of going to prison for carrying a simple knife, right. whether it's for work or self-defense or just because they collect them. So, Sai, uh, I know you're into all of the uh, martial arts stuff. What do you do? What kind of martial arts do you do? So, right now, I've been doing uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Neon Goshen Aikido, and some Muay Thai. And he's also an Air Force veteran. Cool. Right? Yes, sir. Well, I'd like to talk about that. Thank you for your service. We really appreciate it. And he's a Gun for Hire alumni for about 10 years, and he's a Gun for Hire uh, employee for how long now? Six. Six years. Did you start with the range when we opened? Yeah. I was I was your last class. I was your last class that I taught? You, you were the very... You had the final class, which was the first class in that facility, and it was the RSO class. I taught it? You taught it. Was I good? You were good. <laughs> <laughs> now I drive a desk all day. Yeah, pretty much. Now I do legislative shit all day. Yeah. I do tip of the spear stuff. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'll be down in Fairfax, Virginia for new board member orientation. <laughs> They're going to go over 100 things I'm not supposed to do, and 75 of them I did already. <laughs> you have <laughs> You have to bring your own prune juice. <laughs> no, or? no, no. This is just the new the new board members. Uh, it's only a few of us, uh, and it's um, it's good. You know. Do you get your own jazzy? I get a jazzy. That's good. I get a custom imprinted jazzy. That's very good. And uh, you know we. <laughs> a little extra metamucil. You know, there's a lot going on with the NRA, but when the smoke clears, everybody's going to see it's okay. Financially, they're sound again. Uh, lawsuits are flying back and forth. 
but uh, I'm an NRA guy. I've always have been, and I'm going to make the members proud that voted me in, and uh, hopefully I'll get reelected for another three years, and we can really start making some changes. But yeah. so, Cy, what what did you see at the show that you really uh, that jumped out at you that you that people should look at affordable stuff? Give give some reviews because you got some toys with you here too. Um. All right, so one of the things that I've been looking for for a while was the CRKT Provoke. I don't know if a lot of the listeners are aware of this, but they have this uh, this kinematic-designed karambit, and it's it's pretty swift. So it's in a close position. When you're holding it, it seems a bit chunky in the hand, but where your thumb would rest, if you just push down, the knife would just deploy, and it's really smooth. I like um, that sound. Did you just get that today? Yeah. I almost cut my thumb off with that. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's really fast. Dude, it's radio. It's they slick. can't see. But they're listening. No, but they can hear it. They can hear this. <laughs> That's ah, nice, see? yes. Well, they can hear it. I heard it. Um, <laughs> it was uh, a surprise gift, and I'm not going to d- deny that one. I was actually looking to get one for myself, and I was talking to one of the representatives, one of the pro- product managers, and um, as I'm speaking with them, Ant comes behind me and hands me over a box. And I'm looking, I'm like, son of a gun, this guy. Good timing. <laughs> it, was, it was perfect timing because I was just talking to the guy about it, asking him if they sold it. And he you don't said think that they he was didn't. behind you listening, do you? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was perfectly executed. Just like when I came up behind him and he had the banana and I took that. We walked, I walked up to the retail counter and I said to the girl, I want a banana. She says, they're uh, two for a dollar. I said, I just want one. She goes, it's still a dollar. So I well, held the banana in my right hand. I said, well, then I'll give it to one of my... And I turned, and he walked right into it. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I'll give it to one of my guys. And I handed it to him, and he took it. And the girl started <laughs> laughing like we choreographed it. But that's how shit works. Yeah, exactly. But you earned that knife. Because I got one. Walter Haas... Uh, was it Walter Haas sent me as a gift? Somebody said... Walter Haas... Thank you, Walter. You cheap bastard. <laughs> Walter Haas sent me that knife. You have to knife. explain why you're going back and forth with because the cheap bastard. Because Walter Haas and I both buy Winkler knives, and we both donate to the Special Operations Forces uh, knife program. And Walter buys stuff from uh, Wayne, uh, Wayne, from Daniel Winkler for uh, for gifts, and he's given me a few Winkler custom stuff. So, And then we donate. Like when we donate to the Cheeseman Gillard case, I donated 500. Walter donated 1,000, so I donated <laughs> another 500. So what we, we keep shaming each other into being cheap bastards. So he knew I was coming to the Blade Show, and he sent me a video of a new Winkler that I don't have. And he says, yeah, look at this video, you cheapskate, you know, because I don't have it. And I, and I went to Winkler, and Winkler has a fireman's knife now that Walter Haas doesn't have. So I bought one today. <laughs> You cheap bastard. <laughs> Step up your game. And the uh, the Special Operations Forces knife that you have now, he's not making it anymore. He's making a new, better one, and I ordered it today. <laughs> so get your ass down to Blade Show 2020 with us, Walter, and we could have a good time. So far, we've that eaten, would be a hoot. We've eaten barbecue three times a day for two days straight now. <laughs> I haven't gone poop yet. <laughs> I need salad. <laughs> nor, nor will you for quite a I while. Haven't got, I haven't gotten number two yet, okay? That's it's two crazy. days now. Way too much information. No, but it. it's two days now. And Sandy always says something that's great. When you go to a southern restaurant barbecue and they allow you vegetable sides, macaroni and cheese is a vegetable side. <laughs> the best part about the salad. It doesn't get any better than that. 
And baked beans is a vegetable side. Baked beans is a vegetable. Macaroni and, and, and cheese. And these guys have been eating greens with some kind of hot pepper sauce on it. What's yeah. going on with that? It's well, that's a fe- that's a vegetable. We. But we, what are you eating? We, collard greens? Yeah. With what on it? Like a hot sauce? A yeah, hot it's like a, it's, it's clear, a, like a vinegar, it's right? It's like a vinegar. Yeah, vinegar sauce. Hot vinegar sauce. Sandy, that's the first time I've ever... Yesterday was the first time that I've seen it, and I tried yeah. it. Really, really good. It's good, isn't it? It's really good. Yeah, I like it. I've been using that for a long time. I, I just love the fact, uh, it's simplicity of it. If you run out, just get some more vinegar. More vinegar, put it in with the peppers. Yeah. You can make your own if you can find the peppers, but that's a Louisiana thing. You know, it's a t- traditional New Orleans thing, and it's made it pretty much across the south any anybody who just you know i mean traditional greens made like that and it's just i yeah, like it's, it it's I don't good know. Yeah. and it's not overly spicy no no not at all so our flight doesn't leave tomorrow till 4 30 we could get three more meals oh in. no please <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, i figure God. i'll poop by tuesday <laughs> On the way to NRA. And, and I don't want to be anywhere near. I'm going to get one of those pangs. I, I want to be like a state away. Seriously, <laughs> I can't do happens. this anymore. You're killing me. I need oatmeal or salad or something. Wait a minute. You're killing me. You're <coughs> you're the ones that well, we got to eat again. You got you, you know, we had to have the Chick-fil-A sandwich before. Oh, and then man. 10 minutes later, we're eating dinner. <laughs> what is that about? Chick-fil-A's good, though, isn't it? <laughs> it? Of course it is. I missed out. Yeah, because yes, you got lost. Because you got I lost. Did. You got a banana. <laughs> you got a banana. <laughs> <laughs> that was all right. It held me over until we, until we got dinner. Yeah, you, you ate more than me tonight. And you, you too, Sandy. Yeah. How was that uh, blueberry cobbler yesterday at Matthew's that Cafeteria? Was pretty, that was pretty fat good. Bastard. That was some pretty good cobbler, boy. That was. I love their blueberry cobbler. Yeah. It I was know. actually. It's like blackberry. Cobbler. Oh, it was blackberry. Yeah. That's good. Did that make you poop? Uh, no. Because I haven't pooped. You have still? <laughs> Two days. Oh, my goodness. We have I talk. haven't pooped. <laughs> Coffee in the morning and everything and a cigar, my breakfast cigar, and when, still no poop. When that lets loose, but you know when it's going to happen? When? About 4.05 tomorrow. On the plane? On the plane. <laughs> well, I could sit, though, on that <laughs> curve. Well, I, I don't have to poop in the limbo right. position. Yeah, we better pick up some disinfectant before you... I'll leave. wreck that bathroom. <laughs> 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 You're going to stay in there, too, because we're in first class, and that's a first class bathroom. So what a difference, ladies and gentlemen. Newark Airport looks like a third world country <laughs> war zone. I swear to God, oh, I feel like we're walking yeah. through Kandahar. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And everybody's Kandahar na- is safer. Yeah, everybody's nasty. It's like, good morning, shut up. <laughs> and then the guys in the little golf carts, they like try to run you over. It's they like do. sport. It's they don't beep. If you didn't hear the coming up behind you like if you were partially deaf you're going down right that's true and then we land in Hartsfield and everybody is so pleasant it's clean right the bathrooms don't have urinal no everybody I've (laughs) joked with right did you notice how everybody is so nice and you can joke back with them that's why (laughs) (laughs) they're not sure whether you just came out of the asylum or not so now I had some people ask me today how we get our knives back there's a UPS store right at the Blade Show. Yeah. So tomorrow, a few hours before we fly, we'll get it, we'll go in there, we'll buy a box, throw all our goodies in there, and we ship it UPS, and in a couple of days, we'll have everything, all of our stuff back at work. I don't recommend uh, putting your knives in your uh, checked-in you luggage. Not to TSA. Yeah, carry-on luggage is okay. This was actually my first trip. The flight from Atlanta, from Newark to Atlanta, is my first trip in four years. My bag didn't get tossed. Yeah, that's right. By TSA. Yeah, that was, that was yep. unusual. Yes, yeah, the first time I didn't have one of them TSA the receipts. Tags, yeah. I right. had like 30 tags in my suitcase. I kept letting them 
collection there. Yeah. So when the TSA opened it up, they go, oh, shit, we've been here before. <laughs> and the, the last time I flew home from uh, Richmond, Virginia, they took them all out and left just one. Oh, really? Yeah. Bastards. Oh, man. I wanted to they, say, like, if I get, if I get a hundred, do I get a free cavity search or something? <laughs> so tomorrow we're going we're gonna to do a review. We're going to try to pick the most svelte knife that one would use to put in their prison purse. Yeah, that's what right. The, well, right. We, we found a well, we found a good contender today. We it was found, covered in rubber. Yeah, the right? knife. Uh-huh. It had a rubber case, and you pulled the knife out and flipped it 180 and pushed the butt of the knife. Butt of the knife. <laughs> you put the butt of the knife in the case, so it was kind of smooth. So it probably could go into your prison purse dry. Dry, yeah, probably. Could. Yeah, if you're inclined <laughs> to try it, well, it would, it would yeah. probably stick better. It probably would, yeah. So we're going to ask Tony Simon his opinion because he has he has some experience in prisons. So, <laughs> so you're going to ask him. As, you know, I'm going to ask him at the next diversity as an ex, Yeah, As an expert, yeah, he's what's a locksmith. Best knife? Dude, like you wouldn't want to put a Fishker's uh, fish no, scaling knife no. in your prison purse. <laughs> probably not. You no. wouldn't want to put this uh, cricket that Cy got in your yeah. prison purse. Either. No, it's too lumpy. <laughs> <laughs> And might acci- accidentally engage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially oh. if you had like, you know, don't, don't even think about it. if you're a little gassy. Yeah, if you're a little it's gassy, it's just gonna open. Yeah, right. It feel, you disembowel yourself. It feels good to get out of New Jersey and uh, have a it good just, time. Look, it just feels good to get out of New Jersey. Really. That's true. We don't even have to. We don't even <laughs> have, have to elaborate end that with on anything that. else. But if you know, we talk about this all the time. If you've never gotten down here. You know, forget the SHOT Show. You want to go to the NRA annual meeting next year, April. It's in Nashville. The website is nraam.com. And uh, next year, uh, what month is this, June? This is June. Yeah, it's always around June is the Blade Show in Atlanta. We go every year. Again, a thousand knife vendors under one roof. Everybody's fun. There's an eclectic mix of people here, man. There's bikers. There's oh, cowboys. It's, it's there's a city people. There's skinny jeans. And I mean, am yeah. I right? No, you're absolutely <clears throat> right. It it really goes yeah. the gamut of there's every color, every size. It's like guns, you know. Yeah. So don't think it's all like these master gun, you know, knife makers. Some always saying gun, you know, benchmates here, crickets here. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's here. Sai, what do you got there with a hole in it? What is that? So this is a Brian Hoffman uh, Hoffner design. It's the CQBCT fighting tool. It's I thought it was really interesting. This is the one that that had that the beast, the one that we were looking oh, at. Oh, yeah. with the really thick really back. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. really thick. <coughs> that, yeah, that me wants that. Yeah, that's an incredible knife. I don't know why, but I want it. Oh, you should have. It. We'll see tomorrow. But um, my buddy was asking for a folder, and I was looking around. Oh, you went back to get that. Yeah. So and I, I told Brian that I'd come back, and so I did. And he was showing me how it works. And on one end is a is an impact tool or impact point. D- DNA collector. Yeah. And then you can still strike on the other end for pain compliance. He has these little divots on both ends to use for uh, quick transitions from a forward grip to a reverse grip. And the deployment is actually quite smooth. If you hold it and all you do is just flick down and it just opens. Wow. I mean, it's really, really fast. So I, I thought it was really interesting. It's not, it's not as smooth as Brian Adu's, but it's it's real slick. All right, now I have to try it. Oh yeah, this is nice. And oh my God, downward deployment. Downward yeah. deployment. Wow. Oh yeah, we're going back there tomorrow. Yeah, and he had yeah, a, he was running a special. 
It's two, it's two for, for eighty for, for eighty, 80 bucks, bucks, right? Yeah, forty dollars each. Yeah. Why did you get ten? Oh we could have sold them to our listeners for a hundred each. <laughs> Look, you can't do it. Oh my god. Yeah. That's incredible. You even I did it. You, even you did it. Wow. I like this. You like it, Archibald? I wish you guys could see this. The smaller one. Uh, We're gonna play the with this. You a got a smaller lighter. one too? Yeah, the smaller one's for me. Oh, I like this a lot. Oh wait. Oh, I have. I like this. Watch. This one will open from the bottom too. Yeah, you have to put a little bit more snap to it. All right. Well, we're going to take a commercial break right now. We are. And while during the commercial break, we're going to uh, play with our with our knives. This segment was brought to you by Archibald Meat Pants. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Archie. <laughs> I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise. And although Katie is only five feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her six foot four, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day. She was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000 pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. And what better way to say I love you than giving the ones you love a gift to keep them safe? Lipstick Bodyguard. It looks just like a beautiful little lipstick, but just like a beautiful woman, it has the power to bring a grown man to his knees. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Just follow the link on the GunForHireRadio.com homepage. And we're coming back. Here we are. <laughs> oh, that's, thank you for that. The barbecue, babe. The, bar- the barbecue. Is that what it I'm was? T- it's those collards. <laughs> oh, wait, I didn't have collard. any. <laughs> I smelt your collards. <laughs> oh. 
yeah, hold on. All right. Good. All right. All Very right. good. Entertainment. All right. Sorry. Very I'm going to make some people mad about that. But it's too late now. I couldn't help myself. It's my nature. I'm now, glad you're on the other side of the room here. Don't forget, June 8th at the range, recall Phil Murphy. A bunch of other dates are published on the website, helpsavenj.com. Helpsavenj.com. We have about 20 days left for the budget. The Democrats, the Democratic leadership, and Phil Murphy are not talking to each other. Looks Which like is good for yes, us. Yes, it's really good for us. We're going to have a government shutdown. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Governor Murphy's people froze $243 million of uh, incentives that was going to Donald Norcross's corporations in Camden <laughs> under further review because they're reviewing if the money was misappropriated or not. So let them kill Gee, each other. What, what would make you think it would be misappropriated? Correct, but let them kill each other because yeah. the more they're fighting, the less mm-hmm. we're not mentioned. That's right. All right, the less we're not mentioned. And don't forget to check out Shooter's Gauntlet, Bob Ramo, Shooter'sGauntlet.com. All right, I, I pretty much that's about as much as I want to talk about there. Uh, there's a great article in the Federalist about the Second Amendment where it says the Supreme Court needs to stop ignoring the Second Amendment. And it's a, a really, really interesting uh, read about how they've turned down so many cases since Heller <coughs> and they're allowing the lower courts to redefine the Second Amendment with Heller. And with this whole thing with uh, allowing lower courts with stop and frisk and stuff or if you basically what what's happening is if you have a carry permit or you're carrying a gun you're giving up other civil rights because having a gun makes you subjected to search and seizure having a gun makes you subjected to red flag laws which which violates your due process in the constitution so the supreme court has to come in and say well is the second amendment a second class amendment or is it equal to the other of the Bill of Rights? Right. And it's really becoming a major issue here. And, you know, Judge Thomas, one of my favorite, he's kind of spoken about this before. And, oh, shit, I almost knocked out the uh, the thing because Cy touched me, I think, right? <laughs> but the court has to decide what the constitutional limits are uh, to the Second Amendment, okay? You know, both Heller and McDonald marked a clear transition in the Supreme Court's approach to the Second Amendment from a stringently limited right towards an originalist treatment that reflects the historical importance of the right. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be that way. But yet what's going on with all of these circuits and with all of these splits, the lower courts are deciding, well, your gun rights are not as important as other rights. Right. And uh, so you're a second-class citizen. And I wanted to get that out. We're going to talk about some more knife stuff and have some fun. But I wanted to get that out of the way. And a, a transplant from New Jersey to Delaware is my buddy Gene Rossi. He's trying to get me to buy a house down in southern Delaware, by the way. And they just had a huge win in Delaware. Delaware's had some some of the best gun rights in a long time, but they have been under attack for the oh, longest yes. time uh, by the uh, by the socialists there. And they got together and fought. And what they did, we could all take note of this. All of us fighting in New Jersey, they formed a grassroots coalition with the Delaware Sportsmen's Association and the NRA helping it out. And they went after union people and said, you know, how could you be a union member and vote Democrat and lose your knife rights? And they had flyers made up 
and uh, they had signing flyers, and they put them in all the local gun stores and sporting goods stores and everything, and union members came in and signed them, and they sent them to the legislators. Wow. Saying that we are not going to vote for you if you attack our gun rights anymore. And uh, a whole slew of anti-gun bills got knocked down. You see, all they really care about is keeping their power. That's all they do. Sandy, you hit the nail right on the head. All they do is care about is keeping their power. So they were willing to back off as long as they could still stay in power with the union mob rule and everything else that goes with it. so And that's it's something we don't have in New Jersey because our the, the people in New Jersey really don't band together the same way that they did in no. Delaware. No. No matter what we've tried, the gun owners in New Jersey really don't... They just don't care. Or they're, or they're just beaten down. It's that Stockholm Syndrome. We had primary election on Tuesday. We had about 17% voter turnout yeah. for the primaries. Right. And now, in November, the entire assembly is up for election, all 80 seats. And we could send a signal and make some changes. And, you know, uh, it's not going to happen. I'm going to push for it. We're pushing for the recall, Murphy. I had an insider from Trenton I spoke to, and I said, the recall, Murphy. I said, we need 1.4 million signatures. What's your opinion? He goes, well, it's not impossible, but it's hard to get that many people energized and mobilized. But he said, even if the recoil doesn't get 1.4 million, let's say it gets a million and we fail. He says it's not a failure because it sends a message to the legislature, especially the Democrats, that their governor is compromised. He's weak. Do you understand? Because that's a million people that shouted out. A million people that aren't his base. So how many people in his base that didn't sign it that are pissed off? So it could be a primary challenge. For Murphy, mm-hmm. which I still think we're going to see, see, see Steve Sweeney challenge him in the yeah, primary. Yeah, I think so. I Backed agree by Norcross, yeah. you know. Right. So Steve Sweeney could see this and go, wow, a million people signed up to recall. 1.2 million. Maybe we missed it by 200,000. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not a defeatist. If we get the 1.4 million, beautiful. I have people all day walking in the range to sign the petition. We yeah. have them set up there. Right, side. All the time. All day from all over. All different counties coming in. Sign. They come in to shoot. They sign. Some people, they're on their way from work. They sign. So... But again, the more signatures we get, the stronger the message we send yes. down in Trenton. And we haven't been sending a, stro- a, a strong signal. And Loretta Weinberg, pretty much when she was on the show, she alluded to that fact. They don't even they discount gun owners because they think we're a minority in the state. Correct, because and we're closet gun many, owners, right. and there's too many people that have Stockholm syndrome. Right. And then there's a lot of people that aren't even educated. There's not a day that goes by right. I don't tell people about the Rogers case, about ANGRPC. About I give the them a newsletter. Band. The mag break side, the mag band, we get a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. Really? And when when did, did this that happen? happen? Yeah. As they take out their 30-round AK-47 <laughs> magazines, and we tell them, well, that one was banned in 92. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the other one was banned in 2018. Right. Where have you been? Right. Please leave my range with that. Yes, yes, quickly, <laughs> quickly. What should I do with it? Throw it out, yeah. crush it, destroy it. I don't care what you, you know. do as long as it's out of here. <laughs> don't do it here. <laughs> yeah. That's the goal. You don't want to do it here. So anyway, that's my. Uh, that's enough I'm going to talk about for now. I wanted, Cy, uh, what else you got, Cy? What other knives, what other sharp things should we be playing with or looking at? So there was this guy, uh, I think his name was Edward Kim um, from Red Horse. He had uh, these little, I, I wanted to show you this before, it was a mini little hatchet. I want 
<laughs> Is that he's the, the same guy with that blue, with that really that's, pretty that blue knife? Cutter. No, yeah, oh, he had the, yeah, the cigar yeah, yeah. cutter, but it's like a t three tools in one. Oh. It's a cigar cutter, uh, uh, impact tool. Impact tool. Good, good answer. Yeah. Good answer. <laughs> and, a, and a bottle opener. Oh. Yeah. So it, it was, it was pretty cool. And bring, he was really bring nice. Me, bring me to him tomorrow. I yeah, want yeah. that. I asked him uh, today if he was going to be for all three days, and he said he would. So I told him that we'll stop by tomorrow. There was no damage on that. Um. What? Actually, he he didn't mention them. He was talking to somebody else because they were filming some oh. other blog. So if there's if he didn't give you price, I can't afford it. <laughs> yeah, right. <clears throat> no, because I got to donate again to either the Cheeseman Gelard or, or right. Knife Rights or right. yes. Winkler because Walter Haas is gonna give me shit. That's that's true. I hate when that happens. I'm donating to to Knife Rights tomorrow. I know you are, because you want to win something. I do want to win something. <laughs> Their <laughs> ultimate steel challenge. Last year I won four knives. The year before I won two. Did you win two the year before? Yeah. And what huh? they do is they draw. So that if they draw your name, if you they draw you first, you get to pick the grand prize. If they draw you second, you get to pick any of the, like, 300 prizes. You can oh, pick wow. whatever you want. From the $300 thing to the $13,000 thing. What was the one that you got? Was it Brian Ty? That that black and, br the, the black, black and red, red Brian Ty. That was beautiful. Yeah, that was. The year before, I got the Brian Ty to Damascus, the titanium his Damascus. His knives are really nice. Yeah, I thought it was cool nice. that he had two tables, one for his, his custom stuff and then his production stuff. Yeah. Yeah. His out-the-front knives were, they were off the top, off the charts, Oh, no, man. they were unbelievable. You know, were, it was like air. Yeah. He had an OTF titanium. He had a blue and red and black ones. Yeah, really You nice. picked it up. It was lighter than air. It was unbelievable. There's a lot more manufacturers and companies that are coming out with OTF knives more this year than last year. I, I guess because of uh, the turnout that Microtech had. You remember the, the lines right. they had last year? Yeah, so oh, it was open. Yeah. It was like going down this aisle it, yeah, and went another back aisle and, forth and, and around. Back and right. forth and around, yeah. So... I guess knife makers saw the demand that people wanted those OTF knives. And of course, we could we don't buy those. Of course, we're not allowed to have no, them. Yeah, we, I would never buy an OTF knife. I would never, knife. ever buy ever. one of those. Ever. Ever. So I don't even look in my house. Uh, the one thing about the Brian Tai uh, OTF knives is they were aesthetically more pleasing than the Microtech. The Microtech tend to look like a yeah. stick of butter. Yeah. And I'm not disparaging right. them. No. Their knives are more utilitarian. Uh, the Brian Tai knives had more flowing lines to them. Right. They just kind of right. looked it, nice. Yeah. It's, it's more of a collective piece. Something that you would put on a display case, conversation starter. Right. Gorgeous knife. Especially. Yes, yes, Judge. <laughs> <laughs> but, Your Honor, don't you appreciate the beauty of it? Well, once we pulled it out of the victim's back, we did note that it was a very nice knife. <laughs> yes. The crime lab really liked it. <laughs> we saw a couple of those little Thorhammer keychains. Those are cool. Oh, the my God. Right? Thorhammer keychains. The big thing now is mini hatchets. I bought yeah, one last hatchets. year. Yeah, mini hatchets. You bought one last year. You were looking for another one this year. Well, I want Why? a neck knife version. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I want yeah. one that I can carry that's from my neck. <laughs> because, you know, most knives are banned in New Jersey. But what about a mini hatchet? Is that... i got to ask Nappin. Yeah, we have to ask Nathan. Right? Yeah. Nathan, can I carry He's this? here somewhere. We just can't find him. Uh, is he here? He's here. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, well, I didn't yeah. see him. He's here. Okay. I didn't see him there either. There was a lot of people at the convention was. center today. There was. Well, he'll probably be there tomorrow. Normally, you can just find him because... He's always he's, well, carrying <laughs> swords he's and sabers than and life. shit. <laughs> right. He's always got something in teddies with him. And you can always hear him bellowing from somewhere, right? He collects. He's yeah. a heavy collector with knives and sabers and swords. Oh, my God. He's got everything. He's got... He's, he, and he goes... He and Teddy, did you know that 
they go to those uh, auctions where the TSA auctions, whatever, where they yes. get, and he buys trunk fulls and he hides them from Bev. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He buys, because uh, I said, Evan, how how many, like, Swiss Army knives you? Oh, I don't know. That's Yeah. That and he it. keeps the good stuff, and then they sell the other stuff at swap meets in, uh, in New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah. Trade them for whatever tanks and army surplus I vehicles. I want a tank. I don't know what that He's probably got one, I'm sure, in his driveway. You know, we have the semi-auto Barrett 50 cal BMG at the range now. I know. You keep wanting me to shoot that and lose whatever hearing I have left. Well, we had a special frangible round made that we could shoot in the 50-yard range. Oh. And we've been renting it out, and it's it's on a bipod, and it's quite deadly. Now, if you didn't have a 50, if you didn't have the frangible round, could you still shoot it? You could still shoot it in there. Yeah, only once. Once. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll be taking a peek at uh, Wilson's love yeah. <laughs> You know, that we talk about certain things you can only do once, right? right? Like right. I said before, you don't need a parachute to go skydiving. You just needed to go a second time. You, well, you need a parachute if you want to go skydiving again. <laughs> Ma'am, let's talk, yeah. side. Tell them about nice. What do you want to drink? I got a, a, a server here. I'm dying of thirst. Are you really? Yes, I'm parched. You're parched. Oh, I was just talk, thinking that word. Talk about a knife. Oh, uh, did you see anything that you were looking at? I saw a couple of uh, Italian blades. There was a lot the, of the Italians don't bring knives with them. They bring one <laughs> freaking knife. Yeah, and and been, it's not for sale. I, it's not for sale. I've been through this like so every single oh, year for five years. What do you want? To uh, oh, I, I like that water. knife. Let me get water, another one. Uh, oh, we don't have that. I, like those little mini knives. I wanted one. I was going to buy one in every color. I said, just give me. You didn't get a chance to talk to him, did you? No, I won't go back. <laughs> no, no menu. No I was like his best friend last he might, year. He might have something this year. I mean, I, it, it looked like he had a lot more on display, so I don't know if maybe They he, have plenty on display. None for sale, That's, right? No, there's nothing in those <laughs> cases other than what's for display. It's, I'll do it tomorrow just to, just to, so you can laugh. There's just not, there's nothing there. Oh no! I well, where where do you get it? But from the distributor. Where's the distributor in Italy? I said you're not selling anything here. No, maybe next year. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's like, but it's true socialism, right? That it's just the beauty of the thing. They do it. They all come here and they're not selling any knives. I don't understand why. But they're showing them. They're showing them. They're yes. not for. They're not for using. They're for looking. That was what was it too? The cricket booth. Went to the cricket booth. He was buying something at the cricket booth, and it would just show. Oh, we don't sell anything here. You have to go to the other booth. Oh, yeah. uh, um, and also Spiderco. Spiderco. That's yeah. what it was. It was Spiderco. Yeah, they, they didn't had sell. We had to go to the distributor. <laughs> it's like, what the well, cricket had the same thing. Yeah. I was asking him, you know, do you have the the provoke there? And he says, well, this one's only display model. I said, so you're not selling <laughs> anything here? No, everything that we have is just display only. It's like, so, so where, where do I get it? Take my money. Take my money. I would yell, take my money. Anyone take, take my, my money. <laughs> <laughs> but they had enough so uh, distributors there, uh, like Smoky Mountain. They yeah, were there Smoky Mountain was there. And I guess they're a big carrier of, of a lot of the production knives that's and, and the custom blades. So They have pretty. They have everything from... I, I looked at their display. They've got everything from like $9 knives up to you know thousands of dollars and it's in the same get but that's that's really good and you can get them um i've ordered from them online 
you know, I, I've never bought from them, but I think I'm going to. Yeah, they're pretty cool. I mean, shipping was like two days or three days. It was, That's good. It was really quick. I felt you feel like you're ordering from Amazon, and they stock so much stuff. Oh, you know what else was cool that we saw it was um, Lion Armory. Yeah, yeah. I mean, granted they don't make blades, but Slav is super, super talented. Super talented. The, uh, the incredible jewelry, the oh, my guy, yeah. yeah, Lion Armory and Silver Anarchy. And who else was there? Oh, Valhalla. <coughs> Valhalla, Valhalla Paracord. If you yeah. want any Paracord shit, timid Valhalla. Uh, unbelievable stuff. But Slav, Slava and his wife Olga, they live in Staten Island, and they shoot at the range. They've been there with their daughter. They were there for, our, uh, what, the one-year anniversary they came in. They sold their stuff. He makes uh, beads, and he makes accessories and jewelry. <laughs> everything I'm wearing. Yeah, I'm looking and at it. And everything I have home he made for me. Yeah. Uh, whatever you want. Right, Sai? You were looking at his stuff today. If you like skulls or Uncle Sam's or... Uh, 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 Spartan helmets. Spartan helmets galore. Oh, yeah. He has a lot of Spartan yeah. helmets. I reached out to him uh, maybe about a half year ago about doing something custom. And I told him I, was, I have a sketch of a samurai skull that I had draw, uh, drawn. And he said, yeah, I'll, I'll cast it. I'll do everything. You know, and I asked him how much it was going to cost. And he, the number that he gave me was very affordable. And I said, all right, I'm going to be reaching out to you. I haven't gotten a chance to do so because I've been getting caught up in a bunch of other things, training, work, family, etc. But I'm definitely going to buy from him. He's a he's basically a two-man show. He designs yeah. and Armin uh, manufactures it. And they really don't have any overhead, you know, yeah. per se. They just have a website. And he does this show and he does a couple of little shows. So, I mean, he was selling... He was selling uh, Lanyard beads and stuff today for twenty five bucks and, yeah. and thirty five bucks and they're big and heavy. They're not little broke ass oh, beads no, or no, anything. Yeah, you know? they're, I, and they're solid silver, aren't they? Uh, yeah, it's all solid silver. Wow. He also does bronze beads too. That uh, that helmet that I have. Uh, yeah. That, what what is it? Which one is it? Uh, is that the Spartan? One no, I don't have the Spartan helmet. I have the Crusader helmet. Oh yes, the Crusader yes, helmet. Yes. That's bronze. Wow. I bought six of them. They're like fifteen dollars each. Everything I have with a zipper pull on my jackets and stuff, I put them on them. Nice. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, he's good people too. When we come back, we better have something to drink, or I'm gonna go postal. Oh great! Here we go. I'm gonna go under the table. For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience and makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra-wide ports so two people can stand side-by-side side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well-lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well-lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out, and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled, which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction, and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50-yard range, to your left, you'll see our large classroom, and go back up to the concierge and make a right. We have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, building an AR. 
as you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Okay, so the fight's not over. Do not forget, my guys, at the Cheeseman Gillard GoFundMe case. Their case is still working its way through the courts. David Jensen is their lawyer on that, and we know how good he is. Go to GoFundMe.com forward slash Restore-Carry-NJ. If you make any donations, so I know you heard about it from Gun For Hire, put in the notes, Walter is a cheapskate. Okay? <laughs> so GoFundMe.com forward slash Restore-Carry-NJ. Make a donation. If you make a donation that says Walter is a cheapskate, Walter will match that donation. Oh, dude. Okay? If you donate $5, Walter will match it. If you donate $1,000, Walter will match it, okay? If Walter matches those donations... Do you hear this, Walter? If Walter matches those donations, I will contemplate matching Walters. i got to see what the final number is first. Okay? So... Let's not let's not let's not go overboard here. Get away. And the other thing is, sorry. On June 22nd at noon, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. U.S. Law Shield will be holding a seminar in Clifton, a gun for hire seminar. U.S. Law Shield. Evan Knappen will be on scene for U.S. Law Shield. You can go on to their website, uslawshield.com, and it's going to be at the Masonic Lodge in Clifton on Van Houten Ave on 622, noon to 3 p.m. 622, noon to 3 p.m. So check it out. Sigh while I drink, talk. You know what I've been seeing a lot lately? Those, uh, those thigh bags. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we saw them. Well, we saw them on a very interesting model, and then we took pictures of that. Well, Anthony took pictures of that. Explain how that bag works, Cy, because they were selling them for men today, and I don't know. Not really. I don't no, know. They had, I mean, they had pictures of a male model wearing them, but yeah. they had different variations on how he was wearing it, so it was almost like a sling bag, and I guess you just disconnect the, the area that would go around your thigh, and then he had it adjusted to a, sat a little lower. I mean, it's a lot more practical than a... Yeah. <laughs> Fanny, a fanny pack. pack. I guess. <laughs> and it looks cooler. 
Now, but I think the sort ones of, we saw yeah. what, uh, that they had over there were the nylon bags. Now, the one that the lady was wearing earlier, that Fit was all leather. very well. was leather with a thick strap around yeah. her thigh. It was... The it name the, the, of the, the bags were U Koala Bag. Yeah. The letter U, K-O-A-L-A Bag. The best little bag in the planet. So, guys, imagine wearing uh, a tool belt, a small contractor's yeah, tool belt. Yeah, that's, that's a good... Instead of in front of your waist like an apron, pull it over to your right side, and then they had a strap that went around your thigh to keep the bag from flapping while you walked, I guess. And they had concealed carry bags. They had metrosexual bags. They had an evening at the Metropolitan Opera bags. <laughs> uh, they had I'm going to get my hair done bags. Uh, but they looked good on the women. Well, I think I, from a uh, from a tactical standpoint, because I saw a gentleman, he had a sling bag, you know, one of those tactical bags, and he had one of those koala bags. Oh, and, really? And, yeah, and, and he had a color coordinated, but it, it looked pretty cool. And I guess, you know, if, if you have your, you know, instead of doing a full-on thigh holster, right, you can just slip your, your firearm in there if you can conceal You know, and it looked carry. a lot like, you know, it looked a lot like you would wear the same thing, like a, like a thigh holster. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, that really is a good description. A crust between the contractor's bag and a thigh holster. Right. Well, Cy's going to put one on tomorrow, and I'm going to take a that? picture, and I'll post it. And we'll post it. Yeah, okay. And if he doesn't look they cool, I want to know. It was a pink one there. They pink didn't have leather. any leather in that board. In that I thing, didn't see right? any leather ones. No, no, but that girl had a leather one. Now, th- what I thought was cool about the bags is for those that are traveling, instead of having a bag, you know, possibly getting the strap cut off and, and robbed. Right. That if it's, uh, you know, still attached to your leg even if they try you know someone robber or thief whatever tries to to mug you or just try to you know do a, bag. A, a snatch and go they're not going to take it right at least not su- successfully right and we didn't ju- we saw it at the hotel mm-hmm. and then we saw it the same day in like a girl in starbucks, it was at starbucks yeah yeah it, it, i creeped her i took a picture yeah yeah <laughs> and we, then we saw a display at night rights we saw a knife rights at blade show we saw a display yeah yeah, in the, le- in the uh, last uh, exhibit hall. All the way in a corner, where Valhalla is working on two of my bracelets. Right, for tomorrow, in his hotel room tonight. Because I have more jewelry than Liberace. <laughs> <laughs> I have to attest to that. I have more jewelry than Liberace, but you know what? When you're into sterling silver, you can afford to have jewelry. That's, that's true, yeah. I'm not into platinum or white gold or gold, okay? Yeah. So, to me, I'm okay with that. Yeah. So we traveled, and like I said, we're shipping the knives back, and uh, we have TSA Pre. How nice is it with TSA Pre, right? It's so smooth. Yeah. I, I recommend everybody get it. I upgraded to Global Traveler because I do a lot of international travel. Does Kylie have TSA Pre? No. I, 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 t- I tell her to get it. What happened when you flew to Puerto Rico? Oh, I, I went my own way. I Did went you? TSA Pre, and the rest of my family <laughs> had to go Did get you. Really? <laughs> yeah. So the funny thing is, I'm waiting in line. Because there was maybe about five or six passengers ahead of me. Now, my family broke off, and they went onto the standard line. They go, and they're passing me. They're already getting checked. So I'm like, all right, whatever. It's not a big deal. I go, put my bag in the conveyor belt. I walk through the scanner. I grab my bag. I'm waiting, and they're still getting checked, trying to put their shoes on, getting their bags, <laughs> putting their belts back on. I'm just there just looking at them, checking my watch. Yeah, yeah. So like, let me oh. give you a pro tip. When you're traveling with your family and you're the only one with TSA Pre, you say, "Hun, 
I'm going to go through pre because it's faster, and I'll wait for you guys on the other side to make sure nobody steals your bags or anything while you're getting your shoes, okay? We all know you're not going to do that, but you go through <laughs> but faster. But at least you make the offer. Yeah, and they, they think you're actually doing right. it. All right, but yeah, pre is is definitely the way to go. It, it is, it is. And uh, if you have Global Traveler, it's for international. When you're coming back to the United States, you don't have to fill out that green card declaring stuff. You put, you, they take your picture. You you put your hand in the thing, and if you get the green square, you walk right out. If you get the red X, like I did when I had things going on, then you go. They put you in an antechamber, hmm. and they uh, interrogate have a, have a you. <laughs> They interrogate you. Yes, it's not a wall-to-wall conversation, is it? Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> no, but it's a lot of fun. I'm like, am I being deported? <laughs> yeah. Can I still come back home? Can I pick a country? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Can I pick the country I want to go to? Right. So I can walk back over the border or anything? Or? Oh my God, the poorest border. The poorest border. Ugh. Anyway. So, you got to check out Knife Rights. Si, what else? Come on, you're the knife guy. What, what do we need to go buy tomorrow? I want to go buy one of those knives that opens upside down. I really don't need it. I just want it. That's something you got to get. Yeah. I'm actually, I want yeah, to go back to Winkler's booth. I want to take a look at one of his. He had the, the pick that we got last year. It looked like he has a, a, a different version or some kind of variant. It looks a bit more hooked. Yes. With a bit more curved to it and I want to check that out. He had a, a small knife like he, one was a pick and the other was like a, some kind of like a clinch pick or a knife. I love his stuff. His primitive tools are the best. One of those things that look like they'd be used to like pair a leather with. They're like a bar and it, they're just straight across. I know it kind of tapers off almost. Yeah. Like, I know, like a mini pry bar. Oh, uh, pry really? Another um, impact tool or a compliance, compliance tool. tool. Oh. Okay. It's a compliance tool, let's face it. It's yeah. one of those, don't do that again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, now it, it's no secret that we run the Atenzia Kali pen and knife classes at the range. And when the new editions open, I would like to bring on uh, a full-time course and schedule and get Cy there as an apprentice and get him moved up to be an instructor under Tuhan Carl or Tuhan Leo. We talked about that today. So when the new edition opens, I want to have a... Like it. every Tuesday at six, every Saturday at one or something. I want to have pen and knife classes. Yeah, yeah. For, for those of you that that don't know, Leo got promoted. He was uh, before he was Goro Leo. He got promoted to Tuhan, so now he's a higher uh, higher up in that in that uh, that tribe. Is that the highest level? I don't know if it's the high. They may have like a, a, a Grand Tuhan or, or something like that, but he's up there now, and which is good because. Tuan Carl is super busy, always traveling. They were doing seminars down in Dallas. Uh, I was kind of hoping that they'd be out here, but, you know, they've been going around doing training all over. They the do place. a lot of special forces training, oh, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, they train yeah. all over the world. Yeah. If you don't know who Atenzia Kali is, Google them and check them out. Because yeah, we don't do anything half-assed at Gunfire. We're the best, so when we train with somebody else, we train with the best. And uh, I'll tell you, that pen class was fantastic. My wife loved it. And I, we brought friends, and and it's, it was just amazing. I mean, now she, I, literally, she and she keeps, continues to practice with that. And I've never seen anything like it. Take a, a drinking straw, put it right through a, a a raw potato. Boom. Yeah, I still can't do that. Yeah, she, she, she does it like like it's nothing. Straws are banned, by the way. Are they really? Yeah, you can't have not yet, but oh. You know, um, interesting. Real quick. Uh, for a lot of people that don't know, a hundred years ago, I was in a range shooting, an old range, 
and Carl and his wife Diane were shooting in another port, and he was shooting a Glock upside down. He had his finger, his pinky, in a trigger guard, and the slide was at the bottom, yeah. and the mag well was on top. And I looked over, I said, why are you shooting like that? He goes, well, if I'm ever in hand-to-hand combat, if I pull a gun out of somebody's holster, it's going to be upside down in my hand. I don't want to waste time flipping the gun over, like using two hands, so I want to be able to just fire it till it's empty upside down. And I was like, oh, that's novel. And I scurried down to port 10, and I shot two mags out of my gun upside down. (laughs) (laughs) It was the first time I ever did it. And uh, we became friends, and I started talking to him. And when I met him, it was kind of almost before the Internet. So I didn't know what the hell Etienne Kali was. But all I knew is we became friends. And lo and behold, here we are. We're over. So, Cy, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. I'm so glad we got to go to the Blade Show. Yes. We got a ton of classes coming up. RSO, BIT, Pistol Instructor, Rifle and Shotgun Instructor, Shotgun Instructor, and all the urban classes in multi-state CCW. Support those who support you. Like me, share me, follow me. Go on Google, Facebook, Yelp, and TripAdvisor. Give me a five-star review, please. Five-star review. Have a nice day. Take a class and get educated, people. Edumacated. Well, live from the uh, Blade Show in Atlanta, Georgia, the uh, most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation is signing out and unfortunately tomorrow heading back to the most restrictive state in the Union. Maybe not for long. Maybe not for long. Fingers well, crossed. <laughs> looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Eye Radio. Gun for Eye Radio is the kind of thick media protection. The music is in this broadcast is managed by Cosmo Music New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer, Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gun for Eye Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. Trying to get out the blade next year at uh, 2020 in Atlanta in June. Look on the website. Knife rights. We love you guys. See you next week. See you.